0: Welcome to the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast hosted by 18 year industry veteran DJ P Dog. DJ P Dog will share stories and have guests that focus on giving artists the tools needed for a thriving music career and a path to better health. You are now in the mix with DJ P Dog. what's going on ladies and gentlemen it's your man DJP dog in the mix right back here same time same station every Monday night bro we broadcast live um, at 9 p.m. Eastern time on all my social platforms at DJP dog on Facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube IG live I think I said IG already twitch you know all that we're broadcasting live okay and of course if you're listening to the audio version thank you guys so much for tuning in. By way of Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Audible, uh, and of course DJ P Dog in the mix. And now we are now live on Spotify, bro. So you can catch the show um, on Spotify just by looking up DJ P Dog in the mix. Listen, man, I got a great show for you guys today. Um, Want to give you guys some quick updates, bro? Because I got a lot of great things that I'm working on for the show. One, if you've been following this podcast. For years you know that anytime I bring on interviews um, we call that the roundtable so we've been doing a lot of episodes all the episodes pretty much have been roundtable episodes but I want to get back to some of the other stuff that I used to do on the show too so I'm gonna be talking um, bringing on my bringing my podcast um, to you guys and doing some bonus episodes where I've got music mixes some of you guys have already experienced that already um, and I'll be doing some episodes um, that'll be just kind of me talking about stuff that's on my mind, bro, stuff that's going on, Um, so I don't take up too much of the time when I bring on interviews and guests um, talking about other stuff, but I wanna talk about some other things, too. So I'm gonna be bringing all those elements back to the podcast very, very soon, and so thank you guys so much for rocking with your boy. Today, man, I've got a very special guest on the show. He is the father of the legendary hip-hop artist, Aaron Cole, my man, Kelly Cole is going to be joining us today, man. We got a great show lined up. He's going to be talking about how he pretty much managed Aaron from the time that he was three up until the time that he got signed to Toby Max label. He's going to be talking about his expertise in how to manage a kid, um, a child. Parents, if, you are, if you're a parent of a child that wants to get into the business, he gives some tips on that as well. Um, and a lot of other great things that we talk about, man, so we're going to get right into it. But listen, if you want to keep up with me, you know of course all my social platforms you see it right here um on the screen you know at djp dog and all those places or whatever but another great way to keep up with me is by way of signing up for my email list just go to djpdog.com forward slash free djpdogg.com forward slash free okay and i will have some great things that will come to you guys by way of e-blast so any episode that you may miss i'll send you a reminder any mixes that i'm doing Any live events that I'm doing, you'll hear all about that via the e-blast, all right? And speaking of live events, I am taking bookings again for live shows. Looks like things are opening back up. I'm not going to get out there full swing like I used to, but I do have a pace that I'm going to be going on. I had a show a few weeks ago in Lynchburg, VA. I'm heading out this weekend to Myrtle Beach. Next weekend, I'll be in West Virginia. So, you know, slowly, slowly picking up, bro. Slowly picking up. Um, And probably going to keep it more on the slow pace. Um, but you know, book your shows again, nonetheless. So if you want to book DJ P dog for an event, best way to do that is by going to djpdog.com forward slash booking and let me know. And I'll see if I can make it happen to come out to your event. All right. Enough about all of that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're here to hear from my man, Kelly Cole. So right now, here we go with the interview with my man, Kelly Cole. And I'll come back at the end with a few more updates for you guys. So keep a locked right here on DJ P dog in the mix, the podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your man DJ p in the mix back here on the podcast. And listen, I'm, I'm on a roll, bro. I am on an absolute mm-hmm. roll. You guys have seen the people that I've been bringing on the show. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, I go into my Rolodex. That's right. I've got the old school Rolodex, bro. All right. And I'm thumbing through the Rolodex. And my, my, my finger hits this one guy. Okay, and I said, I got to get this guy on the show. <laughs> and, and I've got him on the show today. This guy is, I, I couldn't believe he actually took my call. Like, this is Stop that it. serious, bro. It's that serious. This guy is a two-time, bro. Two-time. Not one time, but two-time. Number one, best-selling author. He's the CEO of not one company, bro, but two. Okay, two companies. CEO of Books for Athletes and the CEO of, for Publishing Advantage Group. And on top of all that, on top of all that, he is the father and manager of the legendary hip-hop sensation, Mr. Aaron Cole. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Kelly Cole. Hey, man. <laughs> <Make myself laughs> How you doing, bigger than I am,
1: man. Thank you so much for having
0: me, bro. Man, thank you for, for coming on the show, bro. I, I mean, it's been... It's been a like I mean you know we see each other on social media and whatnot but it's been a right. while since we've communicated. Um, I, I think the last time, man, shoot, I don't even know the last time we actually talked. I know the first time I met you, bro, is when I had um, Aaron come to Liberty University and and do a show with me. Yeah. Um, and man, that was such an honor. To be honest, man, to have him to have him out there because I I knew then. You know, say man, this this kid he's he's hungry. He's got talent, he's young. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, bro, and this is not me just saying this cuz you're on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: to me, what put him over the top for me was seeing that he had a strong support system specifically from you. That's um true. his dad who was who was rocking with him, man. You know, so hats off to you, bro. Salute to you, man, for Stingy. for for raising a fine young man and who's killing the game uh right now in the industry um who's who's making it happen bro appreciate it bro
1: you don't know that was like a dream come true for us when you invited him to come to liberty because i don't know if you remember aaron was the kid at the liberty show with cray and andy that gave you his demo and we pressed our way to the front to give you that joint. So we always been hustling, we always been grinding. And we say "Yo, one day you'll be back and you'll be performing here." And the first step was you bringing him there to perform, then Liberty brought him back to the same that's arena. Right. And man, it's just been a dream come true, man. So yeah, that's part of the journey, man.
0: And and to be clear, when you say press your way, cuz I I like I've got the image in my head right now. Yeah. Aaron literally pressed his way through the crowd, like hanging on by one hand off the rafters, the other one holding on so he wouldn't fall over. Like it was, I I saw that and I was like, yo, man, this, what is this kid doing, bro? This is insane, you know? And I remember getting that CD. I remember I went and listened to it, okay? Mm -hmm. And I said, man, this kid is, he's got something. We started DMing each other. On, on Twitter, and then I found out his age. I think at that time he was like 14 or 15, something like that.
1: No, and at that time he was actually only in 7th grade, so how old are you in 7th grade? He was young then. He hadn't I, even I don't hit. remember, bro.
0: That he seventh was is... <laughs> Yeah, 7th grade. Yeah, he was in 7th grade when he did that, when we went to that show. So, so as I'm listening to that record, I'm like, man, this kid is, he's I see the hunger and I'm listening to him like, man, if he's this young and he sounds like this, he's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And and then I remember before you guys came to, to rock the show with me at Liberty, he had did a, um, I guess, like a, a contest um, with the truth. And, and yep. um, I remember you telling me that story, how you, you kind of pushed him to get that sure. submission in. Um, and he ends up, you know, joining up with the truth for a little bit of time and then fast forward, got on with Toby Mac and, and the rest is history. For sure. You know? Yeah. Um, which is crazy, bro. Like I'm I like to to seriously bro, to step back and watch his journey has been amazing. But I kinda came in by that time, like probably in the middle, because he was rapping since he was like what, three or four?
1: Three I recorded his first I wrote his first rhyme at age three and um he recorded it right then. Like um how it started i got saved at a christian hip-hop concert okay. Came home, built the studio at the crib shout out to ricky b and forgiven most people oh wow we are
0: i got Bro, saved. I, no gospel. lie and i don't want to cut you off no lie i was just thinking about ricky b and forgiven today because i used to do a show called um mixed the masters mixed masters lounge. lounge yeah
1: i got every episode yeah. recorded okay wow and i was on vhs
0: and I was thinking about um, DJ Lace, RIP DJ Lace. Yep. Um, he used to come on there and be like, Ricky B and Forgiven. That Joe used to pop me, bro. <laughs> like, yep. DJ Lace, yep. man. Wow, crazy. So you got saved at their concert?
1: At their concert, bro. They were, they came to my area. Of course, I had never heard of Christian rap. Raised mm-hmm. in the church, um, Kojic in Chicago, and really, you know, just was a kid that went to church but it was just something about seeing two guys that looked like me dressed like me mm. rapping the gospel unashamed and they knew the word of god and they wasn't ashamed about it and they were cool and they had on jeans and they had on hoodies and Forgiving even had his shoes off and <laughs> it was this huge church and there was it was like a 2000 seat church and there was 10 people there and i was one of the wow. ten gave my life to the lord and came home, built the studio, started recording my brother. And Aaron would go everywhere I go. And I look over, he's three, and he's rapping all of my brother's lyrics. like years. Wow. So I was like, yo, I'm going to write him something. So I wrote him a song called Jesus is the Rock at three. And um, put him on the mic. If you go on um, YouTube right now, you'll see it. Aaron recording his first song at age three. I had just wrote that song. I recorded and dubbed his verse over it, dubbed him over it. So he started at three years old and never wow. done anything else. It's
0: it's so crazy, bro. Because going back to that concert that you're talking about, yeah, I was just telling a friend of mine today. I was like, man, sometimes we get so caught up in the numbers, but you just don't know who's like. Even though those numbers may be small, yeah, you just don't know where that thing is going for for any individual that might be in that room. And to see one, how God has changed your life through that, and now how you were using what you saw them do to plant that seed in your son and now yeah. all these years later bro that's that's crazy For sure. that's crazy that's crazy so what is it like because i because this is what i want to talk about we're going to talk about you know your books i mean you got two number one bestsellers you know so we got to talk about that that's 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 amazing mm-hmm. okay um but you know the show that i'm doing here and now i'm i'm really trying to unpack different sectors and different areas of the music business. And I've been getting a lot of inquiries from parents who want their kids to go into the business. So I want to hear from you, a person who's done it and um, done it successfully. Yeah. What, what has it been like starting him at three and now going to where he is now? What has that journey been like? Have there been times where you've had to kind of protect him and shield him from, you know, the industry vultures and whatnot, you know, how have you been able to maneuver um, and navigate the the music business waters um, with a kid,
1: man, bro. It's just a blessing because God protected us. And I always tell people when I get questions like this, I can kind of give you a formula of what we did, but what Mm -hmm. I can't give you is God's favor. Yeah. And that is the separator. if if that makes sense. So navigating for for us, it started off with our motive, like my our motive was never to get no deal. It was never to make no money. It was never none of that. I wanted to use the same tool that God used to draw me to draw more young people to him. And that's where it started for us. Now, as we went on his career, I start seeing man, this kid is really, really special. Like, so the more I fell in the background and doing the management, my brother just started writing for him and we pushed him to the front. My brother gets married. You know what happens when somebody gets married? That's pretty much the end of, you know, their career. So right around seventh grade is when my brother got married and I just prayed. I was like, Lord, if this is what he's supposed to do, give him the gift of writing. And next thing you know, Aaron is writing, he's writing Mm -hmm. his song. So I was like, okay. We're gonna do a 30-day challenge. I want to write, I want you to write me a song. Every day when you come home from school, do your homework, do your chores, and I want you to write me a song. Here's, here's 30 tracks. So for 30 days, I had that Joker write me a song. Wow. Verse, hook, verse, hook. He had to write me three 16 bar verses, two hooks, every day for 30 days. Okay. We took those, <laughs> he did it. I checked them out of school the following Monday or whatever. We took the best eleven. I checked them out of school early. We went to the studio. We recorded all eleven songs in one night. We went in wow. at, at twelve in the afternoon. We didn't leave till two PM and two AM in the morning and we recorded a whole mixtape. Wow. And I was like, Okay, this kid this kid is is, he's a beast, right? Yeah, got to be to do that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to put him through this boot camp. And it starts with, too, like, make sure this is what the kid want to do. Because I, I think I'm moving faster. I think I'm moving ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. I did not start going that I hard was gonna.
0: I was going to get you there. I was going to get you there.
1: Yeah, I didn't start going hard on Aaron. Aaron came home to me at seventh grade. He said, Dad, this is what I want to do with my life. I said, "Are you sure?" I was like, "Because number one, you're not gonna be able to do what everybody else does. Number one, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to separate yourself from people. You're gonna miss a lot of fun. You're gonna, especially if you want to do this for Christ. Like, if you want to do this for Christ, you can't Absolutely. do what everybody else do. Period. That's number one. Number two, you're gonna miss a lot of fun and you're gonna make a lot of sacrifices." He's like, "No, this is what I want to do in my life." I said, "Cool, I got you. Say less." So, so from then on. It was boot camp season, so once he started, you know, recording, writing his own songs, I would have him write me a song per day. Then he would go outside, and I would have him run and and do a thirty minute set. Like he would have to run and do a set, and then when he finished doing that, I made him stand on the top of our hill and report, record that set. I mean, perform that set as if he was in front of ten thousand people. Wow. So as we were going building his career, the biggest compliment we would get, like, yo, this kid got energy, this kid got crazy stage presence. He's been doing it every day. It's just like a kid who wants to be a basketball player. That's how I train him. Like, yo, you got to shoot your free throws every day. You got to get your reps in every day. And we just went through this boot camp of just working and just grinding. And every opportunity we had, we always had flyers. We always had demos. We went to a big event like where we met you at. We're going to give you a demo. We're going to find a way to get a demo into whoever's hands. Like, by any means necessary. And people will tell you, we've, we've met back up with people who were in the crowd. And they'd be like, man, you was that kid in Liberty passing out flyers. yup, yeah, like CJ King. Shout out to my boy CJ yep, King. Yep. Shot yeah. Gill. All those guys was like, yo, you was that kid. Yeah, we were. We were that kid. He was that kid. I was that dad. And we just grinded, man.
0: And, and that's the way you got to do it, bro. So I think even... Looking at it from from that point of view to see that you guys had the drive, one, to actually make him um, good. Because a lot of people don't get it, man. Like, you see what these artists do on their stage. Man, you got to do a ton of work physically to be able to do that. And to be able to do that night in and night out, sometimes you're on the road 30, 60 days, um, you know, know, at a time on a tour or whatever. You've got to be physically fit. Sure. Um, to do that, because I'm gonna tell you, I I know, and I'm sure, Aaron knows, I'm sure you know. You get in front of that crowd, it pulls the energy out of you, like it just, it 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 that momentum could take you away. Um, yeah. it can definitely take you away. But what are some of the things? So as you guys are, you're passing out flyers at concerts. Yeah, you're giving out demos. Yeah. What are some of the like the obstacles? Did you have you guys have faced any obstacles? um dealing with people because he was a kid like we're there and and I want to really talk about this piece if mm-hmm. there if you have any of these stories of people coming with opportunities, right? And and selling a bill of goods and and hyping themselves up and then you get there and it's like, "Ah, this ain't what it it's really cracked up to be." Have you guys had to face um any of those kinds of things? Um mm-hmm. not
1: really because I'm a pretty good like I got like God's protected us, so I can see if you're full of it. I'm just gonna say it, like I yeah. can pretty much see if you're full of it, and you never got to talk to him without talking to me. Period. So you can never separate us. If you saw Aaron, you saw me. I remember one um, one Dove Awards, KB mm-hmm. was like KB dot Aaron up, and I was standing right behind him. He was like, "Yo, I expect to always see you, Suge Knight." He was like, "You always <laughs> there," and I was like. You right, I'm gonna always be right here. So you so you know, you're gonna be able to pull a fast one on us. So I grew up in Chicago, lived a little bit in in St. Louis, I'm from the show me state, right. And so me and how we even got connected to Toby, me and Toby have a mutual friend, right? I always tell people that one hello can lead to a million things. Me and Toby's mutual friend at the time, he, be, he just walked into my school and he was a substitute teacher um for my gym class. And I was just like, What's up, man? How you doing? I was just one of those kids to be like, yo, what's up? Because you know, they'll give the substitute teacher, they'll go crazy if it's a sub that day. Right. But it was gym class. I was like, yo, what's up, man? He was like, What's up? My name is Chris. And um, we just start we just, man, we just clicked. Um, I don't even think he knew Toby then, but we just clicked. And uh, he's like, yo, what you doing out there? He's like, you like Chinese food? I was like, yo, that's my favorite. So we even <laughs> went to get Chinese food. Now, that's mind-blowing thinking about it. Now, who goes to eat Chinese food with the substitute teacher? Right. Come to find out, he lived around the corner from me. Come to find out, he had the biggest mansion in our neighborhood. On top of a hill, you had to go up this spot. That was his house. I had no clue. Like, that was his parents' house and where he was living at the time. Fast forward, we just developed this friendship and throughout the years when Aaron started rapping, I would give him um a CD. And I remember I gave him a CD when Aaron's probably about seven, and he was like, yo, I just became best friends with Toby Mack. We do this golf camp together. I'm gonna give it to Toby. I was like, all right, cool. I didn't even know who that was. Wow. Didn't care. I was like, all right, cool, give it to your homeboy. He might need Jesus. Hey, all right. <laughs> So, but as Aaron started growing, he kept seeing it over the years, and I remember, um, I remember Aaron turned fifteen, and let me back up before I get there. So the biggest thing we had as far as like bumping the road to answer your question was when we did sign with Truth, um, hmm. and and that was only because it wasn't an organized situation all three of the brothers who was a part of it Mm -hmm. had great hearts in what they wanted to do as you know anything with three heads is a monster yeah so it was a monster over there we had to literally fight for everything we got and when i say the lord protected us we didn't ended up releasing any music it was just a, a lot of stuff it was a mess created but the lord protected us in that season so nothing really bad to say about that but other than the lord protected us because it was a three-head monster and it went nowhere so other than getting his hopes up um far as like vultures and people coming after us and promises us things yeah people have said a bunch of things but i've always been there to decipher and do all of that so we never really got into any bad deals or or things like that so um thank god for that
0: (laughs) but so just to just to Kind of give a little comment when you guys came and did that show with me at liberty he was that was when aaron was signed um mm-hmm. to the truth yeah and i remember having a conversation with aaron like we were doing soundcheck or something mm-hmm. and i remember i said to him i said bro like in this business learn as much as you can do as much as you can for yourself because some people will show you and i'd say whatever and yeah. you're gonna find out you gotta work hard for yourself no matter what and I was saying that in response because I, I didn't know the inner workings of, of that situation. But I've been in the business long enough to say, okay, you guys got a lot of people signed really fast. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to maintain that. I, I just yeah. can't see it. And again, it's no shot to them. It's just, you know, it is yeah. what it is, you know. But, um, but yeah, go ahead with the, because with, I, I want to know, like, what was that moment like when you guys found out? Like, what was that day? Like when you found out, okay, Toby Mac wanna, wanna, wanna make something happen here. What was that like? Funny story. So
1: Toby, we met with Toby before we actually signed with the truth. Wow. But before I give you that story, I'm gonna tell you something that you said to me at that event that you booked, well you said to everybody, me and Aaron, you said, yo, always keep your expectations low so you
0: don't get disappointed. And you know who I learned that from? Who's that? KJ52. Yep.
1: Which is another OG in the game. Always enjoy talking to him too. Yeah. He said keep your expectations low. And I didn't get it at the time, but I get it so much now. Because you you're not when I take the expectations off of things and let it be whatever it's supposed to be, I'm free. Yeah. And you're not <laughs> let down. So, but because when I go into something before that, before I got that, I always had high expectations. Yo, this is gonna be you. This is gonna be crazy. We about to go this, and you all hyped up, and and it's like, okay, this is what it was. But when you keep your expectations low, and your and your intentions are pure, Lord, if it's one person here that we're That's called it. to reach, or there's one seed we're called to sow, man, you you free, you free, okay. So fast forward. So Aaron does the 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 mixed bag contest. He wins the um he wins the King 16 contest. Truth does the contest, he wins that. Okay. Aaron's 15 now. We we getting ready to go on tour. By this time, every summer, I'm booking a tour, independent tour. Like we'll be able to summer from the time he got out of school to the time he went back to school. Only home. Maybe a couple of weekends. Like, I ain't see my wife the whole summer. Like wow. we were going, We were in the van doing promo show. We were going to churches, doing shows for for um for um love offerings and chicken dinners. Like that's a real thing.
0: That's the grind, bro. That's like the yeah. Christian Chitten circuit. <laughs>
1: yep. Sleeping in Super 8, like Roach Motels, like we did it. Sleeping in the car. Like we did that. For at least three to four years, so we grind. When we met Truth Nem, we were on tour when we met them. When he won yeah. that contest, Truth was like, "Yo, how are y'all getting all these shows?" It's like, "Yo, I'm booking them. Like, I'm 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 grinding." He's like, "Bro, y'all killing it." So he wins the thing. We meet with Truth Nem. They say they're interested in signing them. Before we went on that tour, we gave that my mutual friend again. His name is Chris. We gave him airs that new CD. It was called 15 is the new 15. He mm-hmm. said, yo, I'm going to give that to Toby. I said, bro, you've been saying that for 14 years. Like, <laughs> cool. I know who Toby is now. If you do, you do. You don't. You don't. I'm just giving it to you because I saw you. Love yeah. you. i want to show you like what we're doing now. So we leave. We go to Chicago. We're on tour in Chicago. Chris calls me, and he's like, yo, Toby heard your joint. He said, your boy sounds good. He sounds like Craig. Toby's in the car with him. He's like, no, I didn't. Give me the phone. So Toby snatches his phone. He's like, yo, I think your son is dope. And I was like, yo, Chris actually gave it to you? He was like, nah, man. I actually got in the car. It was in the player. And I asked him who it was. And I said, I bet, <laughs> you, I said, I bet you he's going to take credit for this meeting. But anyway, he was like, yo, I want to meet y'all. I think I think your son is dope. I want to meet y'all. Can y'all come to north carolina next week i was like yeah we can definitely do that we have a show i think we had a show in somewhere close where it was only a four-hour drive it's like yeah we'll meet you at your golf camp we go and uh we get there and they're like yo we need y'all to help unload the 18-wheeler like most people be like what we unloaded the 18-wheeler for an opportunity to meet a legend like yo say less we we unloaded the 18-wheeler he did the show, called us to the back, we do the meetings. Like, yo, he was like, I ain't gonna even lie to you. He was like, man, if I signed you, Aaron was 15. He's like, if I signed you, I wouldn't put you out till you were 18. He's like, I just think you need to live life. You need you need your heart broken. You need to, he said, because if I give you this platform and you're not ready, it's gonna destroy you. Mm. Now, me, I'm like nah he ready kid you don't you don't even understand He ready we've been grinding we've been doing this he was like now if you sign it to to cray somebody else see you he's like they are gonna put you out now he was like but i'm gonna tell you i ain't gonna put you out to 18. here's the lesson in that oh i just told somebody this what i saw was aaron's anointing i did not see his maturity see i was mistaken anointing for maturity mm. And that's two different things. Indeed. If we talk about David, he was anointed king at 17, but he had to grow in maturity. See, Absolutely. that's the thing. You see your child's gift, but that child still needs to grow. He needs to mature. He needs to live life. Had Aaron blew up at anywhere between 15 before he turned 18, he would have lost his mind. And we still had trouble On the small little levels that he was in between 15 and
0: 18.
1: (laughs) so we leave that meeting and i interview aaron i documented everything here's another thing too the videos you see aaron posted on social media i've recorded since he was three year old three years old and took that recorded his first song every studio session every show everything all the way up until now like i got everything so we leave the meeting with Toby. I interview Aaron. Like, how you feel? He was like, man, I ain't feeling it. I'm, I'm going to go with the truth because they ready to do work now. I'm not finna sit for three years. Mm. Fast forward, we like, man. So a year later, I'm going to fast forward a year later. Wait Toby- a minute,
0: because I, I got to ask you a question, bro, because I got to ask you a question. Okay. He says he's not feeling it. He's ready to sign with the truth, and you mm. – you gave him the okay let's, let's get it
1: because i'm like okay. he ready i'm like he remember i'm mistaken his anointing his gift mm-hmm. with maturity and he was not mature he wasn't ready mm. this this goes to toby's wisdom like his his wisdom is unmatched like i'm telling yeah. you to work with a legend to be around him from from then on like once we got with toby Whenever I'm in the room with Toby, I'm quiet. I'm taking notes. I'm not talking. I'm yeah. listening. So anyway, so yeah, I'm like, all right, let's do it, right? So I knew this was gonna happen. So I posted a picture, like, yo, great meeting with Toby Mac. Um, they wanna, you know, talk about his future. You know, everybody goes crazy. Next day I get a call from Mix Bagley, like, yo, we'll have a contract <laughs> tomorrow. I'm like, oh, send it, send it over. Let's check it out. Let's see what y'all <laughs> talking about.
0: So um, you, you you threw out the crumbs. That's what you
1: threw it did. out because you know what that's gonna do. I'm like, oh,
0: exactly.
1: Oh, so same, they did it. They sent it out. Got the lawyer looked over the contract. Went back a couple times. Signed with the truth. Now, all right. Signed with them. I told you that situation was a three headed monster fighting to get music done. It it was just a, it was just crazy. Year later, Toby calls, just randomly calls me. He's like, yo, man, did y'all end up signing with anybody? And we was like, yeah, we end up doing with the truth. He's like, he was pissed. He was like, man, good luck with that. And I was like, hold on, hold on. That's about to be over. Because, you know, some stuff went down. It's was like, yo, that's about to be over. And he was like, well, give me a call when that's over. I'm not even getting involved in that. He's like, give me a call when that's over. And so when that situation was over, they didn't want to let us out. One of the guys, not truth, one of the guys, the guy who signed us, he always told us, like, yo, if y'all ever not happy, I'll let y'all go. Mm. I was like, all right, cool. So I called him, I was like, yo, man, we're not happy. We're ready to go. Like, this ain't working out. He was like, no, nah, y'all can't go. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, you always told me. Didn't you tell me if if we're not happy, you'll let us go? He was like, yeah, I said that. And I was like, well, why are you not letting us go? He's like, because I know the potential. He got mad. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, we all do. That's when we're ready to be out. <laughs> so he finally comes around. We pray. He'll finally, he finally lets us out. And um, I, I waited for, I call. Toby. Aaron would come home every day. Yo, you called Toby? I was like, nah, I ain't call. So about two weeks later, I called Toby. I was like, yo, we out that situation. He was like, all right, come to Nashville this day. Let's just have a meeting. Let's just talk or whatever. And we have the meeting and talk. And next thing you
0: know, about a week or so later, they sent us a contract. Yeah. wow wow that's crazy so when you got the contract did aaron know that the contract came was he there during that whole process or how did you yeah. break that news to him that hey toby ready to make this move yeah he was with
1: me like i said everything we did we was together we we never yeah. i never like left him he never left me whatever we did it was me and aaron in, in our van we were we were together man and i knew here, I want to back up just a little bit. This is the point. This is before Truth, before he won that con- contest. There was a moment in Greensboro, North Carolina, when I knew he was going to make it. Like, this is really, like, what he was supposed to be doing. He had just got out of a group. He was in a group for a year. And the group broke up, as you most groups do. Yeah. And me and Aaron had sacrificed the most to be in this group because they didn't have anything. But they literally broke our hearts because we sacrificed so much for them. And they basically just spit it in our face and said, forget y'all. And all three of them just left. And we were hurt. And we were sitting on the couch. And I said, go write me a record. And I must tell y'all, just like I told them, I like, go write me a record. We finna kill these ninjas. And I said the real world <laughs> so kill him. Go write me a song. He went in, He went in his room. He wrote a song called 15 is the New 15. He came out. I was like, that's it. Let's go. Let's do an EP. Press it up. Let's go. And there was a point in, in Greensboro, North Carolina, and he was on stage, and I just started crying. I just started weeping. I was like, my son's finna make it. And then that's when we went and did the deal But um, with um, Mixed Bag then on to Toby. But, yeah. So, yeah. Last thing I'm gonna say, then I'm gonna let you ask another question. We literally go to Toby. Aaron is 16. No, he's 17 now. 16, 17. 16 getting ready to turn 17. Mm-hmm. He didn't end up coming mm-hmm. out until he was almost 19. Like Toby wow. kept his word.
0: Wow. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good things um about Toby. I've I've met him a couple of times. Um Jeez. there was this one time, bro, I was I was out in um <clears throat> I was out in Nashville hanging out with, um, this cat. You may know him. His name is Chris Williamson. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was, um, you know, he was a Liberty guy. He used to be a part of a hip hop group back in the day called Transformation Crusade. Mm -hmm. And, and I was hanging out with him, you know, after church one Sunday and we're sitting out eating and this lady comes up and, and starts talking to Chris and, and, you know, she's saying, you know, it was a great message today, blah, blah, blah. And, um, Chris is like, hey, I want you to be my man p Dog. You know, he goes to Liberty or whatever. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I like Liberty. You know, I was thinking about doing some online classes or whatever. And at that time, I was recruiting for Liberty. I was like, yeah, we can get you hooked up. That's nothing. Like, I can get the paperwork out the car right now. We can make it happen. She starts laughing. And she's like, nah, I'm not right now. You know, I got the kids, whatever, whatever. And I'm selling it, bro. Like, I'm hard selling it because I'm a recruiter.
1: That's how y'all are.
0: So she ends up, you know, going back to her table. And Chris is like, hey, man. You know who that was, right? I said, nah, I have no idea who she is. Who is she? He's like, yo, that's Toby Mack's wife. And I'm like, shoot, please. She don't need me. Right. <laughs> Toby Mack is Liberty, bro. Like, seriously. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's hysterical. So, bro, cause cause there was a big moment for Aaron, and I and I want to get this and, and then we'll transition here. Um, a big moment for him. He won a major Dove Award. Yeah, um, and I believe it was artist of the year, new artist of the year. Is that the one? Best new artist. Yep. Best new artist. Hmm. Bro, for you, what was that moment like for you, seeing mm-hmm. your son win best new artist of the year, The Doves, going back to age three, him following you around yeah. the studio. Yeah. To so that moment, bro, what was that emotional roller coaster like for you?
1: I can't, it's hard to put into words and, and here's why. Because our very first Dove Awards, we were with, we were signed the truth. Um, he wasn't nominated, nobody knew who he was. He had no records out, no nothing. And um, they just wanted us to come. Virtue was presenting and doing some stuff and you know, just the label was going. So they, they, they invited us to come out. They wanted Aaron to do the red carpet, kind of get some media <laughs>
0: mm-hmm
1: and I remember we we me and Aaron go early and we're sitting in the audience and I think Craig was actually on stage um, practicing with Erica Campbell, and I'm sitting there and it's just me Aaron's over there I think he's talking to Gavi or somebody and I was like Lord why us I was like, we haven't been as faithful. We haven't spent as much money as people. We haven't worked as hard as other people. I know there's people that's done more than us. This, I was like, Lord, why us? And He said, Son, just simply enjoy my favor. And that's what He said to me. Fast forward three years later. No, the next, the following every year we like. Yo, Aaron should be on that stage. Aaron should be performing. And every year we like, every year we go to the Dubs, and, and we was like, "Yo, it's it's coming. Your time is coming." We just kept yeah. saying, "Yo, your time is coming." And before we signed with Truth, we put a Dove Award on our vision board. Hmm. We put a Dove Award, a Dove Award on that vision board, a Grammy's on that vision board, or two of us on that vision board. So we've been checking things off that vision board one by one. Yeah. So when the night came, so so the day before I had, I just had this feeling, I was like, man, he about to win. Well, when he got nominated, first of all, we was excited with the nomination. Right. I was like, now Lord, if you win, that's exceedingly abundantly. Like, but thank you for the nomination. But the night before, Jackie, um, Jackie Hill, is that her last name? Over the dove? Yeah. Jackie Hill um invited Aaron to the um pre-dove banquet or whatever. And she, and she said, yo, y'all maybe I know who Aaron Cole is, but after tomorrow y'all gonna know who he is. And I was like, is she
0: saying, <laughs>
1: like, because, you know, you could take that any kind of way. Like, yeah, what is, man, what is he saying? Is she saying that because he's performing? Like, what is she saying? And bro, when they called his name, if you if you if you go and watch the video on YouTube, it was so hard to fight the tears because, number one, we saw this vision and we had worked so hard. And here was my son winning something and that we had on our vision board for years and then manifesting. Like I said from E. That's why he, when he went up there he's like, yo, we ate a lot of chicken dinners. We slept on a lot of floors. We you know we slept on a church put us in a floor in their church building. No covers, no nothing, put the heat on 30 and left to sleep in the church. So we 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 grinded, man. Yeah. So it's hard to put into words other than, man, it was it was just an out-of-body experience. I still go back and watch that clip and I cry. And when I look on the mantle and I see the award, I'm like, God, you're just amazing. Like, I can't believe you've done this with the kid. And he's just 22. Like, he just getting started. That's the crazy thing about it. He's just yeah. getting started. So yeah, I hope that answers the question, but it's hard it, to put into words. Bro. Uh.
0: Absolutely, man. And and I, I, I'm i going to tell you, bro, well-deserved, bro. Like a lot of times we'll we'll see people win awards, and you'll be like, okay, it's because he knew somebody. He knew this yeah. person. Aaron's legitimately talented. Yeah. And, and and to hear, and this is why I'm glad that you came on, and eventually I'm going to have him on the show to get his perspective too, but yeah. I'm glad that I had you come on first because to tell that story when he was three to him saying this is what I wanted to do, you put him through the boot camps to... You yeah. traveling and taking him on his own tours, okay? Yeah. Something that a lot of artists in general don't get to do. Yeah. You know, the, that grind, like, I want people to hear, like, guys, there's no magic formula in this. Mm-mm. So, by now that people can see, go back and watch that video, yeah. now they can hear this part of the story and, and put some context. Okay, man, that award means something. Yeah. You know, it's not just a, a, a statue. Like, it, it means something. Um, so, I, you know, again, you're right. Like, I mean, he's got it. He's young. Holy crap, where is he going from here? I don't know. The moon is, is probably too too close. He needs to go yeah. further than the moon, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's something that, you know, I saw, a lot of people saw way early on. Yeah. You know, when I, when I saw that hunger and that grind and that, 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 that willingness to listen, and then again to put it over the top, he's got you right there. It's like, yo, this—I don't know where these guys are going, but they going somewhere, yeah, and man. and and I'm just excited to get the watch, you know. And I remember that night he won. I sent him a tweet, and I said, "Congrats on the Dove, bro. Let's go get that Grammy now." Is it. it? It's on. <laughs> that's, cool. that's that's. Let's go get that Grammy, man. Like I'm I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody who does, you know, the Christian hip hop to win that hip hop Grammy, not not the CCM, not the gospel. Right. And, and, and that's cool if you get that, too. Yeah. That's cool if you get that, too. But that yeah. hip hop Grammy, bro, that's that's the one I'm waiting for somebody to take home. Dope. And Aaron very well could be that guy.
1: You could do it, man. Like, man, I've seen God do like I said, from where we come from, man. If you can't if you seen this town we live in, Bristol, Virginia, like it's literally a small town. People told us we were crazy. We were stupid. Like, what are we doing? You couldn't tell me Aaron won fire. Like you couldn't tell me he wasn't the best rapper. And yeah. as we listen back, like it was just all growth. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't the best, but he worked hard. Like he wrote a song per day. And that's why he can get in the studio right now and Crazy. write a hit record. Cause he he worked on his craft. Yeah. Like he worked on his craft. So much so when he went in there with Toby the first time. Funny story. He went in the studio with Toby first time. I had to pull him back. I was like, hey man, listen, listen, listen. Number one, you in here with a legend. You in here with an OG. And you stressing them out because you're too hyper and you you like you feel like you you got it. And you, I was like, no, listen, fall back, let him run it. I said, this is not only a legend, and he got you know a hundred thousand Grammys. Like, right, this is your boss. Chill out. <laughs> I had to tell him to fall back, and um, but he just like you said, he's just hungry and he just wants to be the best. He wants to be the best at his craft, and he cares about what he does. And um, most people don't know that. Like he cares about the music that he puts out. He cares about. Um, he works relentlessly. Like, and I think he got one. Like, if you don't know, he's announced. He got a new single coming out very soon. He got a new album, and guess what? He's already got something else. Like, man, when we went to when we went to goatee, we had a hundred songs in the can. Wow like pick for these so i i literally wow. like raised him to be almost like a pock he never stops recording at any time he has an album an ep a mixtape we always had songs to put out ready yeah ready in the That's chamber crazy. in the clip got bar like he he just ready and it just it's just from that boot camp and I just took the the athletic approach of, hey, if this is what you're gonna do, you gotta work on it every day so you get better. You gotta get reps in, and that's how we looked at shows. That's why we took any show. We didn't care if you had no money. We didn't care how, how small it is, whatever. Hey, give yeah. us a love offering. We'll be there. It's a it's a rep because I wanted him. I had him perform at a nursing home before. Yeah, we, I just wanted him to be able to perform in front of any audience. I don't want him to be afraid to to do it in everywhere. I want him to be able. So the reason he can do a, an arena with ten thousand people is because he performed at the nursing home. There you he go. performed at a church with two people, and they got the door open and somebody smoking at the front door. Like we've done those <laughs> churches, we've we've done that stuff. So. That's why he could perform in arenas and not be scared and go in there and rip it down and then yeah. we can go to another. Because he took every rep, and that's how we looked at it.
0: And and this all <clears throat> so well-deserved. Now, you, you meant – because this is a side note. This is so side note here. Yeah. Because you're talking about your town, Bristol. I DJed in Bristol, bro, years ago. Really? Um, Back in – oh, my gosh, 2000 and – 2004, baby. Uh-huh. And, and and Bristol is so interesting for those who don't know because you're like right there on the it's it's two town it's a town one town in two, two states, states. Mm-hmm. which is nuts to me bro like I remember the dude who lived there he took a state say yeah you step on this side of the street you're in Virginia you step on this side of the street you're in yeah. Tennessee I was like, that's insane yeah and and there was a big event in town that that I DJed at it's called the um Arby's Classic um, Arby's the Classic basketball. yep yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know nothing about that. I said, "Well, it's it's Arby's." I mean, I don't eat Arby's, but you know, nonetheless, mm-hmm. we'll go. Out. I mean, it was crazy, bro. Some of those high schoolers in that tournament was nuts. Um, but that's my side note: Bristol, Tennessee slash Virginia story. Um, but listen, man, you you've got a lot of things going on for yourself because you're. I I see you right now, and and you really help push um, people to write books. Yeah. Um and so talk about that a little bit. Talk about your two book I mean, you got two number one bestsellers, bro. For sure. Okay. So let's let's talk about it for a minute. Man, what what got I you know. into book writing? Was that a, was that a thing that you had, you know, long term before the music thing or how how did that all come about?
1: No, so like really literally what happened was um I had put what I was doing, like literally I used to work short short story about me, like While I was raising Aaron until he got to that point where we started doing music, I used to work two jobs. I used to work at Walmart during the day and Blockbuster at night to take care of him and the family. I used to work 16-hour days, 16, 17-hour days. I'm laughing.
0: I'm I'm laughing, bro, because I'm literally watching the documentary on Netflix, The Last Blockbuster.
1: (laughs) Yep, I watched it last night. And that was one of my favorite jobs. And the crazy thing about it, me and the guy who hired me we're still we're still friends man he was in my wedding and everything nice. um and i didn't even want to apply for the job i was like <laughs> when i was in high school i got the i originally started working there when i was in high school and me and my my best friend we had went around our whole city um filling our applications it was one of the last places we went and i was like all right man i'll fill it out for you whatever and he really wanted to work there i didn't want to work there i wanted to work at the mall at footlocker like that's a, a a black kid's dream like me who loves sneakers like yo i want to work at Foot Locker.
0: yeah
1: so i was like i'll fill it out whatever anyway they didn't call me till like three or four months later and i was working at a um restaurant by then and i just so happened on a friday night i was like yo i ain't going back to the restaurant i called them I was like yo just want to let y'all know i quit Hung up the phone, Blockbuster calls like, yo, can you come in for an interview next week? I'm thinking it's Blockbuster music in the mall. I'm like, yeah, it's in the mall, I'm close to the Foot Locker, it was Blockbuster video. I go, I was like, all right, cool, they give me the job, dope. Love the manager, we're still friends today. But anyway, fast forward, my whole life, I've been an entrepreneur. I tell people I was a born entrepreneur my whole life. I started my first business at six, Me and my sister, um, we took her table and chairs, all the candy out of the house. I grew up in Chicago, we took our table and chairs in front of the building in Chicago, and we opened up a candy store. My whole life, I've had two clothing stores, um, two restaurants. I sold CDs, hand-to-hand combat, DVDs. I was a barber for 10 years. I sold t-shirts out of the trunk of my car. I used to do videos. I was a DJ, I was DJing weddings. Anything to figure out what I was supposed to do on earth. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I found this thing called internet marketing is what they called it back then. But it's called digital marketing now. Yeah. And um, I started creating products on the internet, digital products for people to download. And um, when ABC introduced Shark Tank, I fell in love with the show, Start taking notes from the show. One of my friends asked to borrow my notes like, yo, this will make a great book. And you should have reached out to the Sharks to interview the Sharks. I was like, I never thought about that. I interviewed all of, I mean, I emailed all of the Sharks from ABC Shark Tank. Barbara Corcoran was the only one to emailed me back. We hit it off so great. I was like, Barbara, will you help me get an interview with Damon? She was like, sure. And uh, she she texted Damon and put me in and she's like, Damon, get this guy interviewed. He's a great guy. Damon was like, all right. I was like, for sure, man, hit my assistant. His assistant set it up. I took those two interviews along with my notes for the show, that became my first number one bestseller. Wow. It Hit the bestsellers list. I get a call wow. from Cambridge State University. That was my first paid speaking engagement. Now they paid me to speak, took care of my travel, and then I sold like five hundred in books and they wow. took me to my favorite restaurant. I was like, this is it. Like this is the vibe. <laughs> I'm writing what, books
0: and I'm speaking. Like this What's is- your what's your what was your favorite restaurant?
1: PF Chains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Chinese food. Like I told you, going back to the teacher, like Chinese food is my favorite food. I don't eat meat anymore now. I, I'm back not eating meat. I went through for for a period where I stopped eating meat last summer. Then I got back on meat. I'm back not eating meat anymore. Watch what the health. This is about. I know you didn't bring me on here to talk about health, but well,
0: so let's 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 put a pin in that because this show does touch on health as well, and I wanted to get to that too. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So. Okay. so, yeah,
1: so that happens. And then next thing you know, if you do something, of course, successfully, people are going to come to you and ask you how to do it. Me being an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, I was like, yo, this is a business. I'm like, all right, cool. This is what we're doing now. And that was the birth of my publishing company. Me actually doing my book. And then me, I just started doing other people's books. And I built my team. And here I am 15 years later, man and i would literally be on the road we'll go do a show um after the show i'm in the hotel all night working on my clients hearing sleep or taking a shower doing what he's doing i would do my work at night at, and getting a couple hours of sleep next morning we back in the van we on the road to the next city so i did that all this time while I building his career in the background i ran my publishing company and um, built it up and now i'm at a place now where that's what i do now Aaron's stuff is pretty much on autopilot. I'm still his role manager and um, still go to to as many shows as I can and do the stuff, man. But, man, it's just been a blessing, man. I, I can't take no credit. I just want to plug my daughters in there. My daughters are yeah, yeah, yeah. two. They coming. Y'all y'all think yeah. I've raised up one beast? I got two daughters. Come my on, brother. Daughter, my oldest daughter, when she was in high school, she graduated salutatorian, second, second in her class by one point. Um, She wrote a book in high school called So You're Living for Christ in High School, crushing it. Now she's at Lipscomb University. She got one more year left. She'll have her degree in theology. Mm. Um, She's still writing books and she's going to be speaking to my baby girl. She's 15. She's a freshman in high school. She's already leading worship for her youth group and another church. She's leading worship. So that's why you hear Aaron say like my sister's on the road to singing better than me. She actually plays the ukulele wow. and the guitar and scenes worship that's wow. my fifteen year old she started a movement her name is a love she started a movement called the World Needs more love. you can go check it out She and she has a journal and t shirt she just has to sort of the proceeds to um charity in our area so I'm raising three monsters bro i'm and raising- then
0: there's you so it's like <laughs> yeah all 'all y'all beast bro beast mode the coals
1: yeah i just want my kids to have you know opportunities and choices and not you know have to do stuff because i I had to work those two jobs yeah or we wouldn't have survived so i i wanted to give them choices i wanted to give them opportunities and um last year i started investing in real estate man and that's doing great i want to create generational wealth and like i said leaving inheritance for my children's children so Absolutely. Be, uh, all my money, I'm putting in real estate now because that's passive income. And it's an inheritance. Like, God is not making any more land, bro. He's going to make a new. There's going to be a 2022 um, Bentley. There's going to be a 2022 Mercedes, but not going to be no 2022 land. So you yeah. probably need to be buying land. You need to be buying real estate. But go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I can talk forever.
0: No, no, this is good, bro. And I'm, and I'm glad you're bringing all these extra pieces in because, again, I want, I want parents who got kids who may want to be entrepreneurs who may yeah. want to be singers who may want to be anything bro to hear your story and how you've invested in your kids and you got yeah. your own situation going and here's what i like bro you're not trying to live vicariously through your kids you got your own situation yeah you know what i'm saying like that's that's yeah. amazing to me bro yeah like that i never that wanted is- to be
1: a rapper let's put yeah. that out there the only, if you see some video of me being in the background, that was because of my brother. My brother was like, bro, we need you on stage to be a hype man. I was like, Y'all don't need me, man. Let me just do the deals. Like, I said, let me be in the background. My brother was like, bro, come on, man. You got you gotta be up here. I never had a dream to be a rapper. I always wanted to be a businessman. So and, and here's the thing, since we're talking about parents, I want to give parents this key. Like pay attention to what your child loves and what they say they want to do. That's what they're going to be the most successful in. If you're trying to push them to do something because that's your dream and that's what they that you they you feel like they should be doing, it's not going to work. It's it's not going to work because it's not going to be congruent with who they are and what they want to do. Aaron used to play football because I played football, right? Mm. And I remember when his football career was over. He was in eighth grade. I think no. Was he? I don't know what grade it was, but he's playing defensive end, and they ran a sweep to his area. All I saw was his cleats go up in the air. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, his football career over." <laughs> after the, after the game, I was like, "Look, son, listen to me, man. You do not have to play football for for me, man. I'm gonna love you. Regardless. You're my son. Like you don't have to play football." And he was like, he took his deep breath. He's like. All right, I'm done with this, and I. But I knew it. I knew it was over. He just didn't have the passion for it. Uh, He he just pretty much played because you know, as a kid, you enjoy playing sports, and as you grow up in grades, it's the next level. You just keep going just because. And I think he was afraid to quit because yeah, we're quitting around here. But I I relieved him from. It's like yo, you don't want to do this. You don't have to do this. Like I want you to be happy with what you want to do. So pay attention to what it is, what it is that your child wants
0: to do. They're going to be more that's successful. Good. That's that's great advice again coming from a guy who's done it now successfully three times, okay? Yeah. So hats off and salute to you. Let's talk about this health thing, bro. Yeah. Um so you got off meat. Tell us what has that journey been like cuz I've been noticing too like you, you know, you you shed a lot of pounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So talk about that and what was your I guess like that pivotal moment where you said, okay I gotta do something about this
1: yeah so we were on tour with uh, we did a tour called the Sessions Tour it was Aaron Cannon and Daraj mm-hmm. and we did this tour run and the very last night of the tour we took an end of tour picture and I was at the on the side of the picture and I just saw my gut hanging over my pants busting out of this shirt Because they took the picture. We were at Denny's while we were waiting for a table. And I saw this picture and I was like, you know what? That's it for me. I was like, I'm done. And I stopped cold turkey that night. I was like, yo, I didn't even finish my food that night. I was like, yo, lifestyle change. And And at that point, I was still eating meat. But I was like, yo, lifestyle change. I'm changing my diet. I didn't even start working out. I was changing my diet. So, for anybody listening to this, it starts with your mind first. You have to decide that you're tired of being where you are. That's where it started for me. I looked at that picture. I was like, yo, this is it. Next thing I did, I just changed my diet. I stopped eating, you know, I stopped eating crazy. I stopped eating after 7 o'clock. I stopped eating Chinese food. I stopped just eating whatever I wanted to eat. I went on a strict diet where I ate, you know, like, you know, I think I went on a um, fifteen calorie, 1,500-calorie diet,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I lost something crazy. I think I lost like 45 pounds in three months. Wow. Wow. No working out, just changed my diet. That's all I did. Wow. After that, I started going to the gym, and all I would do is the treadmill, and that's how I was able to maintain. Fast forward, got comfortable. You know, you get lax, you get comfortable. And I started picking up weight again. And um, one of my friends was like, yo, you should maybe try intermittent fasting. Or you may want to give up meat, bros." like you be talking about your knees hurting and stuff. And last summer, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give up meat. I gave up meat, bro, for, for that summer and then half of the year. And I felt amazing. Like, I felt wow. the best... Like, no more knee pain, no more aches and pains, sleeping good, feeling good, creativity sharp, I like, everything going good. Some personal things start happening, and I started back eating meat, and I started feeling my body feeling the same again. Mm -hmm. And um, not until recently, I was like, you know what, what it is, it's that meat, bro. And I, I took, I've eliminated it again. And last night, I watched What the Hell. Finally, I watched What the Hell. Go watch that on Netflix. I'm what the check hell. it out. I guarantee you won't eat meat again. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch that, you still eat meat? Something wrong with you. But I am, <laughs> I am, this is the first time I'm making it public. I am done with meat. I, I'm not eating meat anymore. For good. For good. I'm done. Wow. And I love I love Chinese food. It's gonna be tofu. It's gonna be the veggies and the rice. But yeah. I'm not eating no more meat, bro. No more processed meat. No yeah, more chicken. Yeah, yeah. No more none. Man, I'm done with it. No more. I love ribs. I love all. I grew up in Chicago. They make the best food in the world. My mom is a chef, bro. She's gonna be wow. mad at me that I'm not gonna <laughs> eat her meat no more. But I'm, I'm gonna be on them veggies, bro.
0: And you know. I've learned that some of the vegetarian dishes are just as good without yep. meat. Definitely, because um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I still eat meat, but I'm on a very, very limited, mm-hmm. um, like extreme limited. Because I used yeah. to be that guy too. Like I love steaks, I love ribs, all that. But for the last two and a half years, bro, I've been very limited. Um, you know, I might have like a piece of chicken breast on a salad or something like that. Yeah, but nothing crazy. But I'm going to go check out that doc because I, you know, I think, check it out. yeah, yeah, I'm going to check that out. But I'm glad, listen, man, this has been um, a great conversation, bro. Sure. I don't know if you, you probably, I don't have any, like, only notes that I had was just the notes that I used for your big introduction because, you know, you're a big celebrity and whatnot. So I have no, to make no, sure I did you yeah, justice. No celebrity, You know, <laughs> but I had, I had no notes, like, no pre, like, let's have a conversation. Um, sure. but man listen let everybody know how they can keep up with, with you give your social plugs yeah. your business plugs the websites all that great stuff for
1: sure man and I pray before I get into that I pray I provided value Did I give your audience oh, man, what you what you feel like they were looking for what they need because if not man I got and time right? okay cool 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 and
0: then some yeah
1: perfect perfect so if you want to connect with me my social media is at Mr. Kelly Cole so M R K E L L Y C O L E. If you want to follow me on social media, if you're interested in writing a book, I have a free master class that'll show you how to write a book and become a best-selling author in 30 to 90 days. Even if you hate writing and don't know where to start, you can go to bestsellerscircle.com. It's a free master class. You can take it there. After you take the master class and you want to write it, get it published. Um, there's an opportunity to schedule a call to talk to me. But that's it, bro
0: there it is ladies and gentlemen and of course you know we got your socials on the the lower thirds here on the show and we'll put all those plugs in the show notes as well Um, man listen again man thank you so much for for being a great example of a parent who's got kids in in, in the industry and and elevating your kids leveling up doing your own thing bro like it's been amazing just to watch you guys from afar you know again we don't talk often but I'm always watching you know To see who's doing what, and and I've appreciated what you have done specifically, Um, and then just to see this in your kids too, bro. Like that's that's it's it's encouraging to me because I've got you know now that you know this pandemic, I've been homeschooling my kids, all four of them, and they've got things that they want to do. And so as I'm hearing what you're saying, like it's encouraging me. So nobody else is getting it. I'm getting it. Okay. Yeah. You know. So, um, but I I think that people will, will will hear what you've had to say and will be encouraged um, and hopefully glean um, and follow what you're doing. Um, I've been encouraged um, in this conversation. I'll let you know now to, to write a book. You gave me a brilliant idea mm-hmm. um, based off what you said. Your first book was, you just gave me a brilliant idea. Right. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, this makes sense to me. I'll yeah. tell you what that idea is off the mic here For in sure. a minute. <laughs> but, um, I mean, but listen, yeah. man, Kelly, Thanks for coming on to the show, bro, and um, hopefully we'll have you come back, man. Maybe we'll get you and Aaron to come back together, uh, find out what what the rest of the crew is doing, and, and just keep that story and that narrative going and keep putting you guys on the forefront as best I can um, to, so people can see what you guys are doing.
1: Bro, I appreciate the opportunity, man. If I can give any everybody some homework that's watching this, go see the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Have you ever watched that?
0: Mm, I have.
1: There's, there's a part that I don't think people pay attention to since we're talking about parents and children, Mm -hmm. if you, if you pay attention to the relationship of the father and the son, as the movie comes on, the father is walking with the son, the Mm -hmm. father is so locked in on what's going on in his life, the things that he has to do, his son is talking, but he's not engaged, Mm. okay? And I thank God that I, was so in, I wasn't so I was so engulfed in what I wanted to do, that I wasn't engaged with my son, that I couldn't look over and see that he was rapping at three. Yeah. I could have missed that.
0: Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm.
1: until the end of the movie that Will Smith, his dream comes true. He, Him and his son, they're walking at the end of the movie, and his son is telling him a joke, and he's engaged and he's laughing with him. The whole movie, he hadn't engaged with his son. Because wow. life was going on. A lot of people missed that part. So I, I, I looked at that. I was like, man, Lord, thank you for letting me be at a place where I could hear my son and see his gift and be able to nurture his gift. So that's, that's a great way I want to close it out, bro. So watch that's
0: that movie. Good. And watch it in a different lens now. Absolutely. I'm going to go take it out again, bro, just because of that. <laughs> Will Smith should be cutting your check, bro. Hey, He should be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, man, again, thanks for coming on to the show. Um, You guys keep it locked right here on the DJP dog In The Mix podcast. Again, all that information that Kelly left is in the show notes. And um, stay tuned. We got more coming for you guys. Stay tuned. So there you guys have it, man. My man Kelly Cole, once again, shout out to him for, for hanging out with us here on the show. Thank you guys so much for rocking with your boy. Listen, do me a favor. Share the show. Let people know about the show. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know what I can add, things I need to take away. If it's too long, too short, whatever that may be, doesn't matter. Let me know how you feel about the show. And I take everything into serious consideration. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank y'all for hanging out with your boy. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube at DJPDog. And of course, djpdog.com forward slash free to join the email list. All right. Well, that's going to do it for another edition of the show. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Thank you for checking out DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. Please subscribe via YouTube and hit that notification button. Also subscribe via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Audible.